Good day to you all to uh, Pete's Point. Welcome on this beautiful Thursday morning, the 13th of July. And this will be topics discussed and uh, viewpoints, uh, insights by myself, Peter Kirsten. And we start with the magnificent scintillating ashes series currently taking place between Australia and England in England. We just had a fantastic victory for England in the, the third test to... Uh, Take it to 2-1 and keep the series alive. Brilliant bowling performance on the Australian side by Pat Cummins, Mitchell Stark, and of course England uh, bringing in Chris Wokes and uh, other fast bowlers of note. To Mark Wood, who had a fantastic uh, farfa in his comeback, some good pace bowling at Henningley Leeds, uh, scene of my official Test 100, my only official Test 100 against England way back in 1994. <laughs> during that series of that era. So uh, a fantastic comeback by England. Ben Stokes again coming to the party with a fantastic 80 to keep, to keep England in the game. And, of course, uh, England sneaking home with Chris Wokes. A welcome return to the team too. Mark Wood and, uh, and other batters coming to the party. So at 2-1, it takes them now to Old Trafford in Manchester to uh, start the fourth test, starting on the 19th, which is next Wednesday. If England can draw level at 2-2, it leaves the final test to decide the series. So uh, great cricket, great positive stuff. And, of course, I felt England throwing it away in the first test, Captain Ben Stokes declaring when uh, Joe Root was at the crease. It was a bold move, backfired. It gave the Australians the opportunity to save at least 50 runs, which happened. <laughs> but uh, I think Test cricket, that is definitely the type of cricket that uh, will never die. And of course, with the advent of T20 cricket around the world over the last 15, 20 years, it's a brilliant advertisement for people to keep coming to watch. Of course, in England, Australia, India, of course, you're always going to get spectators coming to, to watch. And uh, county cricket, obviously, in England is, uh, is, is a fantastic area for youngsters to ply their trade and for spectators to take part. In South Africa, test cricket is not as popular as it used to be, but uh, understandable with the advent of the World Cup coming up. That's, I think it's in September in India. That's, and, of course, 2020 cricket around the world becoming immensely popular. But still, the type of test cricket we're seeing, um, long may it continue. All credit to Captain Ben Stokes and, of course, Brendan McCullum, the New Zealander, who's been at the helm now with England for quite a while. So, if, in my point of view, it's uh, cricket worldwide is in a good space. 2020, test cricket, etc. We've seen the advent of Netherlands. The Netherlands cricket qualifying now for the World Cup, that's 50-over format. Some great work by brother Gary, well done, Brew. He's been helping the coaching of the Netherlands cricket over the past while. And, of course, there's a fellow called De Leda, I think, who's currently playing for Durham. So, again, the county cricket platform in the UK, very important for the development of cricketers worldwide. So, congratulations to the Netherlands. Uh, it's sad to see the West Indies not been able to qualify, the brilliant West Indies, the era that I played in, Malcolm Marshall, Clive Lloyd, Serviv Richards, Desmond Hayde, Gordon Greenwich, you name them, Michael Holding, the fast bowling quartet, Malcolm Marshall, 
Who would ever have thought that the West Indies would not qualify for the World Cup? But there we go. This is the competition uh, that is, is evident. RCC programs to allow younger countries to come and, and see where they can get in the world cricketing arena. Afga Afghanistan, a classic example. Their rise to for, for, for fame and fortune, I think starting around about 2007, 2008. I remember when coaching the island of Jersey, the national uh, Jersey cricket side, we had quite a few tussles at that time to gain promotion to higher world leagues set up by the RCC. They used to have tournaments, uh, World Cup tournaments, uh, level League 5 level, and, and so your promotion opportunities improved. There we are, Afghanistan, brilliant. Ireland, another classic example. Scotland has always been around with some good performances. Namibia in Africa. Uganda, a very good cricketing country also, with some very fine players that wish to go higher in the world cricketing leagues. Um, so... To get back to the Ashes, yes, it's uh, Joe Root started with a brilliant 100, and we've seen centuries. Usman Kawaja, let's not forget his magnificent performances opening the batting for Australia. And, uh, of course, Ben Stokes will always come to the party with his all-round abilities to change games. And, yes, Johnny Bairstow has been unfortunate. Is uh, had an unfortunate series. With his wicket keeping, he has dropped catches, and he's, he's actually cost England quite, quite, quite big. That's not a huge criticism. Everybody goes through slumps, but he's quite capable of coming to the party in the next two tests with, with some great batting performances. Um, I would never leave him out of the side coming into bat at number six. I think he's vital to the England cause, but the Australians obviously have worked him out. And even if you've got to run him out or stump in the manner that did happen, it was legally very out, and uh, Johnny just went on a walkabout. I think that uh, these things do happen. And the, uh, the Australian wicketkeeper, Kerry, capitalised on it. So legally out, is it in the spirit of the game? Well, it was a legal dismissal, and I thought Australia were very smart in the way that, 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 that Kerry did it. And I think Bairstow would learn from that uh, silly schoolboy era. Um, test cricket is test cricket, so one must be aware of the rules. Yeah, so I think that uh, some great cricket around the world. We've seen great performance yesterday by the England ladies team, uh, defeating Australia, chasing 263, uh, a fine victory, getting those runs at the start of the 49th over. Of course, earlier in the year, we had the World Cup final in Cape Town between South Africa and the England ladies side. England won it, but a fantastic performance by the South African ladies, whose cricket is improving season by season. Season by season, Laura Volfart really playing some great stuff. She's a fine bat, 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 batsman and uh, it's, I'm, I'm sure we'll see greater things from the South African team as the next summer, South African summer, looms. So please tune in to Peach Point weekly. And uh, I've got some other, not just cricketing insights, but generally sport and, and things that are happening around the world. Um, yeah, Isle of Man, where I'm cur currently, I've had some interesting friendlies against Austria. 
uh, Isle of Man currently ranked 46 by the RCC 20, T20 World Rankings. Again, another younger cricket-playing uh, country, or island, shall we say. And, uh, of course, Jersey Island, as I mentioned before, the strongest of at the stage of Jersey, Guernsey, Isle of Man, and the smaller cricketing-playing countries. But, again, some good talent coming through um, these parts of the world. In the middle of the Irish Sea, <laughs> so good coaching taking place, and uh, yeah. Anyway, so and then to touch on a bit of rugby, South Africa just had a fantastic victory against Australia in uh, Pretoria, South Africa. So of course the Rugby World Cup also looming later in the year, and the World Rugby Championship currently taking place. So some also good some good rugby to watch. But on the final note, being a Liverpool supporter in the English Premier League, uh, we're all looking forward, I'm sure, to the start in August of another fantastic English Premier League season. <laughs> You'll never walk alone. So this is Pete, Peter Kirsten of Pete's Point, signing off for the week. And uh, I look forward to chatting again. Take care. Bye.